Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour. The power of water, water life science, and nature's pharma out there in the world. We have been learning for so long. Let's say thousands of years of knowledge coming forward to what we've been trying to learn. Have you found that you're confused? How about health education? What is happening to the health of our planet and life as it exists today? And what is going on with all over the world, with all of the statistics? Everything that you're learning about how you should get out of bed every day and how you should go to bed every day and try to be healthy. Have you noticed how you're being affected by all that's happening? Your health? What's going on around you personally? And your lifestyle choices? Have you noticed how you, how you drink the water? If your body is water, how are you drinking the water? Well, we drink water. I drink a lot of water, people say. And I'll say, how are you drinking the water? Because they say it kind of flippy. Oh, I drink a lot of water. Well, how are you drinking the water? Well, I I drink about eight to ten glasses a day. But how do you know? Is it absorbing? Would you water your plant? Drip, sip, drip, sip, drink, drip. No. Plants have to absorb. The agricultural fields have to be watered and absorb. Irrigation water absorbing into the earth. Absorb. The aquifers below the planet have to have absorption of water. A drip, drip at a time, a sip, sip at a time is not going to do it. It has to be drinking a whole glass at a time. I was talking to a woman recently who's been in the medical field, and she's out of the country. And she was going to her doctor over some health symptoms, And the doctor said, you're not drinking enough water. But she said, I do. And he said, well, hmm. So she was talking to me. And I said, how are you drinking your water? Oh, I drink water all day long. But how are you drinking it? It sounded like she was sipping all day long. And I said, you've got to drink one whole glass at a time. What does that mean? Absorption, 10 classes a day to absorb. Now, this is why your brain is 80 to 85% water, your lungs, 75 to 80% water, liver, 70 to 75, skin, 70 to 75, skin, the largest organ in your body. 70 to 75% water, blood, 80%, muscles, 70 to 75%, kidneys, 80 to 85%, bones, just your bones, 20 to 25%, teeth, 8 to 10%, your heart, 75 to 80, and people are always surprised about this, the brain, The brain is 80 to 85%, but the surface of your eye, and dry eye is an epidemic. Dry eye is an epidemic worldwide. At the surface of the eye is 99% water. The surface of your eye, vision impairment is out of control. What is vision impairment? Dry eye. You've been hearing about dry eye for the first time in the last 
15 years, more and more and more. Our research at Biologic Aqua Research has been showing the world we are evaporating from birth, and this is what this show is about. It's talking about the world water crisis, because there would be no life on Earth if, there, if you didn't have water. First of all, to drink. The Earth has to drink it, too, but it has to absorb the water in your body has, is like an aquifer on the planet Earth. It has water storage below, but you have water outside the body that the Earth provides in the atmosphere. Every breath of your life, you wouldn't be alive without it. That baby is in nature's womb of that priceless, precious miracle. And that baby is developed in water in the womb. When the body of the baby has percentage of water per organ, the body decides I'm ready to be born and come and live in the water of the earth called the atmosphere. Every breath, every bit of life around you is water. It has to be. Earth has to live that way, too. So you're born. No two eyes are alike. No two fingerprints are alike. No two people are alike. Have you ever noticed how different you look compared to everybody else? You have a difference. It's the body and its evaporation. It had never been studied until I came along and I said, it's time we learn this. We're evaporating. It's not called dehydration. It's called evaporation of water from birth because you don't have the water around your body any longer the way you did in the womb, but the womb prepared you to live on the planet Earth and water of the atmosphere. Now, the Earth is going through the same struggles. We're going through a water crisis because, sadly, they did not study that the way they should. They did not study eternity. They did not study what causes these symptoms of body diseases. They did not study really the root of the problem. When I came along over 30-odd years ago now, I said, the human skin organ is 70 to 75% water, and it's living in this planet with this planet, and it has to, it's evaporating, but it's got to absorb water from the atmosphere. What are we going to do about it? It's got to have absorption. It can't just water the shower, and the, ba- the bathing is better because you're absorbing. Life on this planet depends upon water. What are we learning? The oceans are being used for our garbage dumps. What's happening to the temperature at the garbage dump? It's influencing the rest of our lives. It's influencing the atmosphere. That water vapor in the atmosphere is being influenced by the garbage dumps and the oceans. Think about it. The atmosphere is your life. It's become a garbage dump. We need to think about that. Now, the world out there and what we're challenging. I've been listening to this for a long time. I know we have a lot of diseases that we need to find cures for. And I'm tired of the word remission. I want to find cures. And that's why we've put millions of dollars into research from our research center, Biologic Aqua Research, Water Life Science. And that's why we decided 12 years ago, I'd have this radio show. Let's talk about it. Let's bring people in from all over the world, from all the countries, from the scientists, Nobel winners, authors, scholars, people who are in research studying, giving up their lives to study. What is we going to do? But I want to start hearing about let's look for a cure. And I want to hear the insurance companies 
start getting involved at their executive level to get involved so they can be participating with finding cures for these symptoms. And I say cures to the symptoms before we get into the diseases so that we can understand the symptom of evaporation of body water loss. I brought scientists from all over the world to work with me. And it is it's exciting what we're learning. And there's so much that we can do. Now, today, we've got coming to you a topic that has been to our hearts. All of us have been affected some way or another. Drug addiction. Drug addiction. Who becomes addicted? How do you know who you are? To gamble at the slot machine. It's addiction. One thing I learned with evaporation, how do you know you won't become addicted to chocolate? How did you know that you wouldn't become addicted to soda, soft drinks? How did you know you wouldn't become addicted to running down the pavement knowing it's going to hurt your bones eventually? How did you know that gambling, having fun with a lottery, going to the casino, you wouldn't become addicted? How did you know the word addiction, what it means. Aren't you confused about all this information, all that's going on? What does it mean that you may not be affected, but somebody else would be, not you? Well, guess what? It could be you at any time of life. Addiction is over-evaporation of body water loss. It could be you're not eating correctly. You're not sleeping. Everything around you and your life choices. Don't blame anybody else. It's your choice to be addicted because you've been educated. And now today, this show, we're going to educate you about what two people and one in particular we've got coming on today, Stephen Rotter, Dr. Stephen Rotter. From Grants Pass, Oregon, that beautiful spot on the planet, Grants Pass. Grants Pass, Oregon is in southern Oregon, a a nature's wonderland of the planet. I've had people all over the world come here to visit our research center. Cannot believe the serenity and the beauty and the nature and all the, the gorgeous Rogue River and the lodges and all the river rafting and the excursion boats that go up and down from the city of Grants Pass and the sidewalk cafes and all the gorgeous beauty of sitting among these mountains like a, a mini Switzerland of Grants Pass, Oregon in the Rogue Valley, Rogue River. Dr. Rotter is here. And we have another person, Nancy Yonley Coleman. And Nancy, I've known for over 45 years. She has been involved with drug addiction for over 45 years, dedicated her life to people taking it serious before they took it serious. She has been head of the health department in Grants Pass at one time and since then never stopped. Dr. Rotter has been involved in internal medicine practicing for over 30 years, they both are dedicated people who have given lives to date, and they're going to tell us more about what they're doing in this beautiful nature's wonderland of Grants Pass, Oregon. We're going to listen to our sponsor first, Nature's Tears Eye Mist for dry eye. Nature's Tears Eye Mist will supplement the surface of the 99% water of the tear film. It is the only product technology worldwide. They came to me years ago in ophthalmology research and said, we're having problems with the future of blindness and dry eye is an epidemic. Could you study that? And I did. 
And I showed them the supplementing it. Oregon Health Sciences and Casey called and said, if you do this, we'll support it. They get behind because dry eye is causing a serious problem. So we did. We launched together throughout the country helping me. I couldn't have done it alone. It cost millions, but we didn't do it alone. We saved a fortune by the help. We launched worldwide and received patents all over the world, nature's tears, I miss technology, with the trade secret of the water, 100%, to supplement the surface of the dry eye. And the thousands of people all over the world, it is in China, and they say that in China, in time, it'll be the biggest business, biggest business on the planet, is nature's tears, I missed, and around the world. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be back with Nancy Coleman and Dr. Rotter. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Nancy, are you with us? I am, Sharon. Good morning. Doctor, good morning. Dr. Rotter, are you with us? Yes, I am. Thanks for having us. Well, thank you both. I know how busy you both are. <laughs> and, um but we'll start out with um, Dr. Rotter. We'll start out with Nancy first, and then we'll go over to you. Nancy, um, you have been involved. Today we're going to make our subject the drug addiction and the opioid problem that we're having here in the United States. Uh, I need to tell both of you, I had a scientist in from China on the radio show um, a, few, a couple of months ago. And the scientists said the, it's serious all over the world, but the United States is the worst that they've been studying from China um, with drug addiction in the United States. Um, Nancy, tell us about a little bit about you and your dedication to this. Well, Sharon, as you know and have said, this is a passion. Um, it's a community problem. It's an national problem, it's an international problem, uh, but I live here, so this is where I chose to devote my energy as much as possible. I, I have a lot of um, things that I'm interested in, but I was one of the founding members of Grace Roots Pathways to Wellness, which is a, a community-based program that looks at the, all of the aspects of addiction, prevention, education, um, every aspect that a community would have to deal with. Nancy, I'm going to ask you to repeat. What is the name of that group? 
Grassroots Pathways to Wellness. Okay. And we um, initially started with uh, design, uh, producing a video, um, and we had a number of um, folks, local folks, that took part in the production. They were willing Nancy, to share. real quickly, can I get the audience to hear about how many years, before we get into the subject, how many years have you been involved with the concerns of drug addiction? From a variety of physicians, probably the last 40. Okay. And let's go over to the doctor real quickly before you get into that other organization that you both are going to be talking about. And uh, doctor, how long, tell us a little bit about you and your past. Sure. Uh, So I've been an internal medicine doctor here in Oregon for uh, 32 years. And Mm -hmm. as a primary care doctor, you know, I work with issues of addiction on a daily basis. I've been involved in the Grassroots Organization, which is a nonprofit, a local nonprofit. Um, been involved with them for approximately five years. And then in the last two and a half years, I've worked in a uh, drug uh, treatment center where we you know we use methadone and suboxone to treat mm-hmm. uh, patients suffering from opioids. Okay, we'll get into a little bit of that coming. How long have you been personally involved in the concerns of drug addiction? Oh, I would say my whole career, uh, 30 plus years. Okay. Okay, I wanted the audience to hear that today, uh, that both of you have had a long term. Now, before we go over to Nancy, uh, with you practicing medicine all these years, what did you find out? What did you? What was your thinking with the uh, opioid problem? Uh, with the with the description of prescript prescription drugs, what did you think of when that had began to develop? What were you thinking yourself personally? So let's see. I finished my training right around 1990. Uh, that's mm-hmm. when I finished my. And it was right about then when the whole concept of um, asking people about pain and how well it was controlled uh, really started to take hold in the medical field. Um, And that's when kind of opiates really came on strong. Before that time, you know, people, it was more expected that they would use a you know, a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medicine like Advil or ibuprofen to treat pain, chronic pain. And that was Over it. the we counter. Use... Over yeah. the counter product. Right. And we okay. use opiates to treat pain, chronic pain, before that time. Mm-hmm. So there was a change in culture which came both from the, I'll say, the American Medical Association and the pharmaceutical industry. So you found that way back, they began to accept the fact that these particular prescriptive drugs, prescribed drugs from the doctor were working for many people. Did you find out in that era, did you bump into people who were allergic? I'm gonna, I didn't mean to use that word, but that had sensitive reaction to maybe becoming addictive that far back by chance? Were there reports out there that there were people that were having reactions to the prescribed drugs? Did you hear yeah. about it? Reactions to the, um, the non-steroidal pain medications, or are you talking about opiates? Any of them. Any of them. There's always been people that have had adverse reactions and sensitivity right. reactions. That's true. All, all medicine, always. I've got to tell you one, doctor. I've got one example. Many, many years ago, I've been involved with health education for as long and in research for over 30 years. Millions of dollars invested into research, into over-evaporation of the body. Years ago, there was a fellow from 
Southern Grand South Oregon, graduated, went off to college and became very well known in the country as a CEO of a big corporation. He was in Ireland and he was walking out of a building and he fell down. Very attractive, very healthy guy. He, all of a sudden, we had the problems that, of his back and they, the doctor put him on opioid prescription. In time, he lost his job, his wife, his children left, his life. He became transit, one of the most attractive people you'd ever meet, healthy, but they didn't know what to do about it. That was over 32 years ago. So what is important today for both of all of us is this didn't happen overnight. So what have you been learning uh, Nancy, now you've got a new organization, you've got an organization that you're working on that you're putting together health education and trying to get people educated. And I'm assuming uh, that you're educating uh, people that are addictive, but people to try to prevent addiction. Tell us now, Nancy, what you started to tell us about the organization that you're involved with. Um. Grassroots Pathways to Wellness is that what we're currently focused on is a program for pregnant women. Pregnant women are a priority population. Um, Opioid use disorder at labor and delivery quadruples from 1999 to 2014. A significant increase in all states. Mm-hmm. A nationwide problem, obviously. But we live here in Josephine County, so we're focused on uh, providing, uh, designing, and delivering a package, a program that will address the impact of opioid use disorder in women, uh, pregnant women. So mm-hmm. that's the that's what we have. Um, we're focusing primarily on, but at the same time, we're in the developmental stage of designing that program and seeking funding and support from um, from the variety of uh, sources. Now, Dr. Nancy, all- I want to hear, because this is a worldwide show, an international show, um, I want to ask you to help educate people all over the world, because w- what you're learning and, you know, it's like they said, my scientists from all over the world say, my grandmother was a better scientist than sometimes people can be. And it doesn't matter where you're coming from uh, on the planet Earth, what you're learning. It's unique. Uh, research is unique. All the greatest inventions in life and, and cures were never intentionally in a laboratory. So I look at you, what you're doing with the doctor today and what you're doing in Grants Pass, Oregon, um, as, a, as a lab. What do you look at learning with what you've been able to achieve? Now, you're looking for funding. Everything on planet Earth needs money. It's like I had a, I'm having on the show a doctor from NYU who's the founder of a new organ on the, in the body that they had never known who was there. And he was saying, too, funding um, is vital to everything to look for cures and problems, solving problems, obstacles. What, where are you looking for your money? Well, as always in program development, what I have, um, have always found myself in the process of needing to find funds because that's what creates action. And it's a, um, an effort that is, it takes the federal, state, community, private, granting donations, uh, a total mix of funds in order to really provide a 
comprehensive program that's going to be effective. So it's yeah, not... Yeah, now I'm saying, excuse me for a minute, um, nothing on the planet is successful without the proper funding. We all know that. Ask me in a research center and what I do with what we do. Funding, cash, to go do what you need to do. And I'm sure you both have a lot of volunteers. Doctor, what have you learned about the funding with this group? Uh, what, what are some of the things that you think that you're going to have to be considering? Well, we're, we, we, we have all doors open at this point. We're working on federal funding. Um, we're working with our state representatives, both in the Congress and the Senate. Um, mm-hmm. We have the Oregon Health Authority, which is uh, a branch of our local government, uh, our state government, rather. Uh, and then we have, you know, um, companies that have monies available to put forth to community projects like the one we have going. And we're also looking at individual funding. We have a 2020 program where we're asking individuals to donate 20 bucks for 20 months. Mm-hmm. Now, what about grants? Are you applying for grants? We are, yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, out there in the United States, because uh, the president designated the opioid problem as a huge problem throughout the country. Now, is there, uh, I'm sure that they have got something out there in D.C. that would be, uh, I'm sure you've looked into that, too, for your, some of your funds. Of course, because of the president. We have met with, uh, or one of our board members has met with Senator Wyden and Congressman Walden. Okay. So we are um, making... Now, Nancy, I'm going to ask a question because, you know, in the insurance companies, I'm very much into that. The the executives of these insurance companies nationwide, all of them, I don't care who the one it is, are you going to them too? We have not, but that is a source that definitely needs to be addressed. Absolutely. And I, every show that I have different individuals on, both of you, is I bring that up because they're very much involved. And uh, this country has the greatest insurance companies on the planet. And I don't care what anybody says. It's just that the lack of education about them and how to go about working with them. And you've got to find that right executive that is concerned. And I would not be surprised if you didn't find some executives in some of those insurance companies that have personally been affected by a friend, a family member, or someone in this opioid crisis that the president has designated to be a serious problem. Something to think about. Something there. And now, let's go on to um, what you're... Let's go into the opioid problem of some situations that you're learning across the country, and I'm sure you're both keeping on top of this like I've been uh, with health issues. We have a problem. Where do you think the drugs are coming from, the illegal drugs are coming from, that are not helping the doctors one bit to prescribe to a patient? Now, I'm going to come into this, doctor. I'm going to suggest something here. I'm not going to blame the doctors for all of it. They're not chemists. They don't study like those of us in research do. They're practicing what other people bring to the table for them to use, to apply to what is necessary. They're not the founders of those products. They have to depend upon the health education of the companies that are in research, the ones that put the products out there. They have to depend upon that. So I'm not going to blame the doctors Altogether, There are a few doctors that we've been told now that have been making a lot of money in the United States by 
uh, prescribing opioids. We're learning that now. We kind of had a feeling of it, but we weren't sure. And there weren't that many, I'm sure. But where, what, what are you doing as a community with anything to do with illegal? Do you have a support team there? It absolutely takes, when I say community, I mean community. It takes working together with law enforcement, with politicians, or with education, um, all of the schools. It, mm-hmm. When you have a problem that's so multifaceted as addiction is, it leaves, um, it, it somewhere, almost every day, I have people talked to me about one of their family members, uh, some, someone that they love that has been ravaged by this uh, disease. And so it, it's not, there's not a simple answer. Um, it, it's not a one-faceted thing. It, takes, um, it, <laughs> it does take a village to address, even to begin. Nancy, we're going to have to take our only break. Uh, at all, and in the whole show, and we'll be right back. Don't go, you either one of you go anywhere. This is going to be an exciting education side of the show. Don't go anywhere. We're going to listen to our sponsor. We got a new one today, everybody. Nature's mist, the face of the water for skin. The excitement of the skin is seventy-five to eighty-five percent water, and nature's. Nature's Tears Eye Mist for the eyes is a different micron size of water to penetrate the supplement of the eye. The skin for the facial organ is Nature's Mist Face of the Water. It's been around the world. Now it's coming back like a debutante for misting the skin. Men like it as much and boys as the women do. So we're going to be announcing more about Nature's Mist, the face of the water, along with Nature's Tears Eye Mist that has a smaller micron for penetrating the surface of the eye. We're going to listen to our sponsor, and we'll be back with the doctor and Nancy. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Nancy, I'm sorry we had to take that moment, but tell us what you were telling us about uh, before we left for the break. What I was talking about was a multifaceted approach uh, to, to have any success at all, there has to be ownership 
in, without throughout the community and or state and or nation. It's not something that uh, one of the things that our focus now is on the newborn. Primarily, my passion is to start with with the newborn, giving that child. It's the littlest victim. It's the it's the hope for tomorrow. It's the hope for breaking the patterns of addiction. So, um, as far as impact. Uh, any community that's going to address this problem, I think, needs to have it be something that uh, is multifaceted. The, the law enforcement is working, the medical community is together, the educational community, the politicians, the parents, the clergy, um, it's not something, it's too big to have a single focus. Oh, everybody really, is involved. Everybody is affected. Whether everyone the, is, all the people you just mentioned have had some effect. If they haven't personally had it, but friends and family and people. Doctor, what are you thinking there uh, that you would like the audience to hear that you're working on here in, in Grand Pass, Oregon? Uh, I would agree with Nancy entirely. Our grassroots um, nonprofit organization is comprised of people from all branches of our community, including law enforcement, uh, mental health, uh, medical, pharmaceutical, social services. I mean, it's a long list, and, mm -hmm. and our our now board are you both sh uh, describing? bringing uh, in, in these communities all over the world, you're bringing in um, the, the community like we've all done forever uh, to be participating in what you're trying to accomplish. And now are you also bringing them together with education about what is going on with the illegal trafficking in, in Grants Pass, Oregon, too? Uh, yeah, After like I, like our um, our law enforcement community is involved uh, very okay. very intimately. Okay. Now, have you ever put together a uh, a forum uh, group or an organizational group, a large one, where you brought people together to discuss the uh, drug trafficking for people to be aware of, so they can be better educated. Uh, homes and families and people, uh, the retirement, understanding, people working in your community to watch and um, with the alertness of what is happening with the illegal trafficking so that the law enforcement gets help. Has anybody ever done that? I, I think only in a general way, Sharon, uh, most of us have an awareness uh, drugs are actually being brought into the country by land, air, sea, all forms. It's coming through our postal service, coming through our ports of entry with the airways and the waterways, coming through our all of the portals that, um, that are available. So in a general way, we have that conversation and knowledge, but not in us. We have not made a specific effort toward that particular topic. Okay, can I ask you both something? Because we talk about this all over the world now, uh, about what is happening uh, that is so obvious here in the United States of uh, the human trafficking that is bringing drugs drugs over by illegal because they're making a ton of money by getting away with no border type of thinking and human trafficking um, with bringing drugs in by humans that looks innocent. Uh, are, is, 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 are they doing, doctor, anything in the medical field to assist all of you to understand what is going on with any of that with the illegal tr drug trafficking? 
Are they educating the doctors at all? No, that's not part of medical education. Um, you know, that's more of a... So you, you're, not brought, you're not brought any... You're not brought... A, you're not educated to be aware of how to go about it if you had somebody come to you that was maybe on drugs themselves but also trafficking. No, I have never come across that issue. Okay, okay. What about the National Guard uh, here local? Uh, is it aware of what you're trying to do with the education of drug addiction here local? I'm not sure I understand the question, Sharon. Would you? Well, years ago, I called the National Guard on something uh, to, to get them involved because they're kind of like responders that are highly trained. And even differently than your law enforcement sometimes is, because you get too close to this, to the community. But the National Guard to get involved in what I was looking at at the time was the sex trafficking that goes on that is out of control. And uh, now that we, the nation has been brought to attention about the drug trafficking, is making people a lot of money. And years ago, I won't mention his name, I was brought to a table to study long ago for a sheriff way back to understand if I could figure out way back in time, because uh, I'm really good at research, to study the behavior of what could be out there that nobody noticed. A few months later, I noticed after interviewing and getting involved there was a trafficking of gangs and drugs that, he, that they thought were there, but they couldn't quite picture what, how to go about it without some other kinds of ways to look at it. And my concern about drugs trafficking, human trafficking, our babies being trafficked and, 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 and all, is what are these communities doing to solve it at the root of the problem, problem doctor? That's why I asked you today. The root is the people making money at it. It's like you're looking for funds to help you, and, and everybody has to have, is looking for money. Uh, but drug trafficking is making people a lot of money. And the United States of America is known for it all. And it's like the Chinese scientists said, the United States is the worst in drug addiction. So my concern is, uh, it sounds like you've got a handle on trying to get your community educated. Nancy, tell us, you and your doctor before we're done, about the success of what you've been able to accomplish. Well, um, we were able to uh, start a new treatment center in Grants Pass uh, for opiate-addicted patients. Um, So... To date, and it's been less than two and a half years, we've treated almost 700 patients. And we're, we're wow. a relatively small town. Wonderful. 50,000 people total. Our county, wow. I think, mm-hmm. is about 75,000. And mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, it's quite a high rate uh, of incidence of opiate use disorder in our town. Mm-hmm. Now, Wonderful. patients... Uh, maintained on a medication to keep them stable, and some are able mm-hmm. to titrate off of opiates entirely. But the majority of them are in their 20s and 30s, and they start mm-hmm. by using um, prescribed medications on a recreational basis. Mm-hmm. And then advance most of them to heroin from there. The other Real problem quickly, that- Doctor, before, uh, can I ask you something before I forget today? Uh, have you, you're a physician, and those of us in research all over the world are studying nutrition and, the, and what could be a pro, uh, help out with a person changing their diet that has a weakness to um, addiction. I've had on from Mayo Clinic, heads of doctor, doctors heading different, and they said the prisons are full of individuals who never had the real education, but they found out that they had an addiction problem from birth because they were allergic to something, and then all of a sudden became addictive. Have you ever studied that ever? 
Uh, are you talking about like allergic to some kind of food that they're yeah, eating? Yeah, people who have addiction weaknesses are different individuals, and nobody knows who they're going to be. Uh, and uh, they're studying a di- a nutrition all over the world, really. But what is your thinking on that? Well, uh, I think nutrition is vitally important to overall health, including mental health. Uh, I think we're learning a lot more about that. We've learned more about that in the last decade or so. Uh, right. so we always always talk to our patients about eating whole foods and minimizing processed foods. And in case avoiding. the person has an addictive weakness, to uh, we've only got a moment left, but... Doctor, I want to thank you for your dedication and what you're doing. The world will listen to this show. And the thing is, is what you're trying to do. Keep us in touch. Let us know what we, because we do press releases and blogging every day all over the world. So keep in touch with us. uh, You can do it through Nancy. Nancy, uh, how would you like to close the show today? I welcome the opportunity to be able to share this information in any form I can share, and I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. Our hearts are with those babies. They should go home, everybody, with a a good education. You know, Doctor, I've always said to I've said this on the show, they should never let a baby go home without having a very private meeting with the whole family before they go home and get their health education as a priority. And yeah. nutrition and drinking water, of course, is at the top. But I want to thank you both for what you're doing. You're both very passionate people for this planet Earth. And keep us posted of what, you've been, what you learn to share with the rest of the world. Thanks for what you do, Sharon. Appreciate it. Well, thank you, both of you. God bless. We'll talk Bye, to you again soon. Thank you. Earth is whispering. We never say goodbye. We'll talk later. Take care. Uh, Well, audience worldwide, we know there is addiction all over the world. And every little hut, every village all over the world, we don't know who they're going to be because we don't know who's addicted. We don't know who that person is. And suicide is out of control. Human trafficking, stealing people to go be trafficked, drug trafficking, people making money, babies. Earth has a message, and it's worth whispering, don't ever say goodbye. Put somebody's heart in your hands and make sure they're taken care of. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel, with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.